Are you ever curious about the backstories to the various diagnoses doctors make? Are doctors and other healthcare professionals ever conflicted in their quest to deliver quality healthcare? To what extent do patient complaints and situations reflect a society's values and norms? To answer all these questions and more, join me, Dr. Yao Safu, also known as the Drive Doctor, as I sit with my colleagues at Medicas Hospital in Frank after office hours conversations about our work. Hashtag Medicas Diaries. the list the place who made it to Qatar after that we will discuss in offices and probably we class doctors we may not be working <laughs> anyway um, GM these days I've been hearing a lot of I know my rights I know my rights yeah yeah doc I know my rights eh? you know you know your rights yes. eh? <laughs> right to do what actually right to do what right to do everything right uh, to do everything. Know. Uh, I know my rights 1992 Ooh. constitution. Mm-hmm. So, uh, today I want us to discuss something for our, uh, our uh, the journal that we've been keeping. Uh, oh, hashtag medicals diaries. Yes, hashtag medicals wow. diaries. Yes. Wow. I, I I want us to talk about rights, rights of the patient, be, and, and and responsibilities, because something came up, and I, I'm going to share with the two of you. Okay. Mm. So we, we had a couple come in and um, before they even told us the, the full history, they just said, Doctor, my husband has HIV. I have tested negative. Mm. We're the only two who know about it. And we want to keep it that way. Mm. We don't want any member of our extended families to know about it. Really? And the man was ill. Okay. And had been admitted to the inpatient unit. And to I and also about this, saying that we should keep it confidential. Okay. The husband who was ill, the man, because he'd been ill for some time, not been able to go to work regularly, and he's self-employed, he was depending on his uncle for help mm. financially uh, oh okay to pay his bills mm. ah, that's a good uncle oh yes i mean it doesn't usually happen mm. so he knew that he probably would come and visit so they were letting us know that we shouldn't let any of them know What's their underlying illness uh-huh. right so that's that's okay by me i mean i know about the patient's charter and, and the patient's right to confidentiality and, and so on and so forth. So I, I, I didn't think it was even a request they needed to make in the first place. Mm. The following, no, not the following day, um, about three days later, mm. this uncle shows up. And I just finished the rounds and I was on my way to the OPD when um, he, he, I met with him in the, in the corridor and said, Oh, me wof asenuna dahono, Mr. Susu and so. And then um, mentioned his name. Said, "At the end, what's what's wrong with my my my, my nephew?" <laughs> and I told him that, well, um, I am not at liberty to disclose the the full details of. Uh, the, uh, I, I, I will check. Hold on. 
haven't you heard the watch where this thing is going? <laughs> I want to hear the end. So, so but I just told him that well, we're, we're not at liberty to disclose, but he should talk to his nephew. Then the guy just flared up and said, Hey, hey. I mean, you are the doctor. You are the one who does. Who they know him? Doctor, have you heard this proven? Yeah. I should go and ask. How's the doctor is there? You can give them real information. How's the doctor? This is a good uncle. He's been paying. What are you talking about? What confidential? Then he said, I. I know my rights. We have come here. You think what? You're a doctor, so you can keep secrets from us. I if, totally oh, agree. This guy just. There's no way I'm paying for something, and then you are saying. Uh, 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 that, oh, but because he, he was very angry. I will be too. Hey, I, I agree with Jim. I agree with Jim. If he's paying for it, then he should know what's happening. This is not one of those uh, self-sufficient oh, ones. Look. He he's really paying. got upset, and 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 and. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure if he wasn't that uh, uh, elderly, maybe uh, <laughs> <Just without. laughs> gone physical, you know. Because I also stood my ground and I I told him that our patients have rights, and he was alluding to that the fact that he he's the uncle, me and the so I have a right, mm. and he was threatening to sue me and sue the hospital really? for breach of his rights. So that's what I want to I, I do, and, and just hearing you, you guys, your responses. I, I think we should talk about about the patient's charter. Yes. Jeff, you know that there's something we call the patient's charter. Look. Yeah, you are you are you are a dietitian. You you this doctor and patient this patient. When it comes to the pain, <laughs> were you asking him? No, oh, but GM, patient. The, the patient charter is protecting the patient. You definitely are paying. It doesn't mean I'm that going to listen carefully. If like I that. don't find my right in there, <laughs> as the uncle pay. Hey. You know your right there. Eh? Nineteen ninety-two constitution. <laughs> so, so the 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 patient's charter is a document that. Um, came out initially as a guideline by the Ministry of Health okay. that talks about the patient's rights and responsibilities. I remember I saw someone's tagline says rights goes with responsibilities. So it's a document that talks about patients' rights under the law. Okay. Ghana. Initially it was a guideline. Then in 2012, I think it was incorporated into the Public Health Act of 2012. So now it's actually backed by law. And the, the 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 motive behind the spirit behind the patient's charter is to ensure patients are protected, and also to encourage a certain relationship between healthcare professionals and patients. Okay. And also to ensure patients cooperate with healthcare professionals in their care. Yeah. So that's where the about responsibilities also coming it is never a good idea to talk about rights without responsibilities talking about responsibilities so let me let me run you through a few of the let's start with the rights bit Uh, we're not going to be able to go through all of it but Mm. i'm just going to bring you the important or what i feel are the the the, the essential ones and why i didn't feel this uncle was entitled to know without the consent 
of the, his warfare, who is, who, is, who is an adult. Yeah, don't Despite... I think we should actually remember, remind ourselves of the rights because sometimes we get too comfortable and we forget that patients have rights. And exactly, we are. Yes. I'm just wishing that after all this, when it gets to payment, <laughs> the, the, the right to pay. The right to pay. <laughs> when it gets to payment. But, but yeah, you want to tie the, be the, the, the a policy and that we are going to read that. Well, you let's talk about I'm, it. I'm <laughs> so, the patient rights, I am just not going at it in any particular mm. order according to the book, but the patient is entitled to full information on his or her condition and management. All right? Mm. Patient is entitled to full information on his or her condition and management and the possible risks involved except in emergency situations when the patient is unable to make a decision and the need for treatment is urgent okay how do you do you really understand this i get it but then i don't agree entirely well, because the number of times people have been to the hospital and they come out and they, they're not, ah, <laughs> it's true yes there are some patients come to you and then they go like ah well, okay, so that, that, that's another part where maybe they Most don't of the time, they don't understand. say anything. They just, uh, after you finish speaking, they write what they think you need. You need. Yes. And then they give it to you. Could it be that patients also don't ask? Hey, the, don't, don't, don't. They, they say they are entitled to full information. So you, the patient, why don't you ask your you, you, your you healthcare mean, provider you mean I, I should interrogate the doctor oh no you, you are acting <laughs> politely i mean are we not a friendly no like, but sometimes you know nice doctors, you i mean dr york, york for example i mean i mean dr york mm. i mean dr york can't have a head to fly <laughs> he always looks very very approachable yeah i mean maybe because of my bald head maybe i may look <laughs> a bit frightened but you know but, but dr york is so cool can't we ask healthcare professionals questions? Look, is that when what you say? At school, uh-huh. teacher, even at home. Oh, papa, kasa. Then doctor, I should go and ask yes. the doctor. Oh, papa, kasa, you did. I should go and inter- What am I going to ask the doctor? Oh, I th- I we, we feel like the doctors know it all. So asking questions like, why am I going to be asking the doctor who knows everything and mm. saying I should do this? I don't think I'm the right to They won't say that. Oh no, I we are trained not to. I'm not going to hold brief uh, for all those. I'm just going to tell you what what the oh, training okay. for. And, also, and this is not yeah. just doctors, please. Mm. This is, we're talking about healthcare professionals. Yes. So it includes yeah, yeah, who is a dietitian. <laughs> She's sitting here, you know. But yeah, yeah, it includes you. It includes the midwife. It includes the laboratory scientists. It includes a physiotherapist before after you've taken the history after you've done your examination you you know something about the patient yeah. and you say patient is entitled to full information i think sometimes one of the things we do or I, i've been guilty of it when i was um, earlier on in my practice is that sometimes we feel that the patients are too burdened we don't want to burden them by the weight of the disease mm. oh because sometimes you, you're suspecting this patient has cancer a certain type of blood cancer, say myeloma or or a lymphoma. Yeah. You don't have all the full facts. You still need to do some investigations. Mm. And Chrissy, just if if I tell them that you know what I am suspecting you have 
cancer. Some people just be blackout Yes, they, they don't hear anything else. Doctor Nessie me cancer. However you couch it, however you try and explain it that no um this lab test is suggestive of it, so that's why we need to do yeah, this. I think this. I think that 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 that, that, that is a, a, a bit of a cop out. Well, you can tell the person uh, I need more tests, so maybe next week or in two weeks time when you come, I will tell you exactly what we are doing X Y Z. Someone may ask you, hey, why, doctor? Why are you not test be sir? Well, why are you? What is wrong with me? And you see, the, it says full information, so you're not, you're, you don't have the liberty to lie, uh, quote unquote lie to the patient. No, you are not lying. Uh-huh, you are not. So, I, I'm saying that it's, it's not a copper. I'm just saying that if doctors and other healthcare professionals don't do it, sometimes it is because we feel the patient can't bear the weight of the information that we're given. Mm. Um, it doesn't. It, 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 this is a right, so we're not supposed to put any interpretations on it uh, and decide when to implement it or not. Mm. But just by way of uh, what I know, how some of my colleagues feel about 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 the weight of information, yeah. maybe that's ha- why sometimes it doesn't happen. Of course, in emergency situations, there's no time for for talking. Uh, you just need to do, and then later on, you provide the information when. Uh, the patient is, is stable. Another very important right, the patient is entitled to know of alternative treatments and other healthcare providers within the Ministry of Health or the Ghana Health Service if these may contribute to improved outcomes. So people have a right to know about options, yeah. alternatives, if those alternatives exist. Mm. So this is where the even I, I stretch it to say right to second opinion. Aha. <laughs> mm. uh-huh. that, that somebody may think, okay, this is what you think, but can I see somebody else to for him to, to see whether or not they share the same they will arrive at the same diagnosis. Yeah. It is almost similar. So there are alternatives even to diagnosis. Then the alternatives to, to treatment. Um but this right to second the alternative health Okay. Yes. Sometimes alternative treatment. Alternative treatment. When patients go elsewhere, they don't carry all the information they've been given from the initial mm. place. Right. So if you are not careful, the person goes to give just some scanty information, and then a different diagnosis or different treatment is given. The person now tends to say the initial place I was given wrong treatment. Right. So, so that's that's that's, that's, that, a that, that's a fair point. Mm. Because what we are burden, if that person is also within the service, then it means they are competent enough to take a history. Taking a history is an art. Okay. Physical examination is an art. So um, sometimes, yes, the patients may not give us full information, but if you are skilled enough in knowing how to take a history, mm. you sometimes pull, drag the information out Not of them. The it's an art. Yeah. It's like the way the police will interrogate criminals. Nobody's going to raise their hands up and say, <laughs> oh yeah, I did this, I stole this, I stole this, but... Uh, a very good CID would know how to bring that information out. Mm. But of course, yes, patients can lie. Knowing that, oh, when I said A, B to Dr. Osafo, he He came to this conclusion. So when I go to Dr. Ayok, then I'll say C and D. And then, of of course, if you do that, then Dr. Ayok will come to a different diagnosis than than Dr. Osafo would. So yes, there's a difference uh, in, in that. Third right, the patient has the right to know the identity of all his or her caregivers 
and other persons who may handle him or her including students trainees and ancillary workers so doc I, is this you, right trying to say that even the clean the oddly or the janitor that comes into the world yeah we even go that far yeah i'm talking about the doctors and the nurses <laughs> you want to know you ask them their names oh we, yeah, we, we see it <laughs> oh yes and I, and I can. sometimes I'm, oh oh this is your case, Papa. No, I'm, 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 I'm very surprised that you are saying this document is from what, what year? Oh, wait, I think um, 2004. 2012 is been part of the law. Yes, law. Uh, public Health Act, 2012. It's in there. You ask them their names. But that's why here. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why here, for example, for starters, at medicals, I mean, GM, you know, the yeah. name tag is composite. Oh, oh, yes. I mean, it's composite. Yeah. No, not all the patients or not all everybody's literates oh, can oh, read oh, and oh, write. Oh, yes. That is why we put it out there. Otherwise, you are better off asking the, 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 the janitor about one and you. Because if we ask them, what are they hearing? I can't even know. Oh, you are. Hey. Right, so it's a very important point, knowing the identity. Another right, the patient has the right to consent or decline to participate in a proposed research study involving him or her after full explanation has been given. And if the patient withdraws at any stage of the research, you should not give him any lesser treatment. Hmm. So sometimes, or most times in the hospitals, we use patients for research work. So we are collecting data on the number of hypertensives who come in in the year, da 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 da. So that patient, ask, yeah, he just wants to benefit. That's one to contribute. Ah, I think this is right. It's he can de- decline <laughs> to participate or 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 or, or participate. Yeah. Right. The patient has a right to privacy during consultation, hmm. examination, and treatment. As for this one, it is my pet rights. <laughs> I love this right because it is a big problem for us. Mm. I remember I used to work somewhere and two doctors share consulting room. Oh, you yes. don't mean it. It happens. It's true. Uh-huh. Very true. Yeah, so, 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 yeah, yeah. But, how how did they say But Oh, and it's the same table. So, even different tables. Same table. So, I sit, we sit facing each other. You know, just as we are across this table. Mm. So, yeah, you are sitting across me. And then my patient, all right, mm. so the patient would always sit um, um, to the right of the doctor. So my patient will sit on the side of the table to mm. my right. Mm. And then Yaya sitting across me, her patient also sits to the right, to her right. So on the side. So the patients are also sitting across each other. So the doctors are sitting across each other this Doc, way. So and then the patients are also sitting so to the side of the table me. across each other. And I'm there. And I am coming to complain about erectile dysfunction. Yes, mine was the endocrine clinic. So the endocrine clinic, we talk you mean, about. You mean the other my, doctor, not my, only my the other pa- the, the other patient will be. <laughs> Sometimes they even lose focus. Because your story is sweet. So the concern that say you tell your hair, focus, how do you do that when they are sitting in the same room and, and, and they are listening in? 
Then he goes out there and say, hey, some of us will not go home. That thing is very small. I like my, 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 my small finger. Yes. Joe, let me even give you a classical example. Uh -huh. my, my field is with diet and nutrition. Right. Sometimes the patient don't want um, the third party to know that they are eating, their quantities are in large portions and all. <laughs> so one, when there's consultation yes, and yes. someone walks into the consulting room, just automatically the person's voice drops. Drops. Or better we will say that I'm going to a No one has to hear that I'm eating four balls of See, privacy is really important. It is absolutely important. So the right to privacy, and I like the way it goes about it, it says during consultation, privacy. Sometimes the design of the of the consulting rooms is such that when you need to examine a patient, yeah. If somebody badges in, is there a way that if accidentally you don't lock the door because you're supposed to lock the door mm. to prevent ready. people from accidentally walking in on, on, on patients mm. while they are stripped? Do you have a screen, for example, within mm. the consulting room? The windows. I mean, if you come to, to, to medicals, the consulting rooms, if you look at the first four or five windows, the, 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 the lower ones, yeah. they're made of frosted glass. So they're not transparent. Oh, that's the reason. Exactly, GM. <laughs> and then the upper ones are, are, transparent. are transparent. So why is that? Sometimes we open the lower ones and close ah, the upper ones. Ah, that thing kills me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that thing kills me. Fresh air, fresh air. Oh, for today we've changed. Ah, I keep hammering. <laughs> I keep talking about it. But it's just a simple thing. That's the, that's the reason behind the design. That the windows, the first five ones, bottom ones, mm. they're frosted. And it makes it opaque. Mm. So that when people are behind, I mean, unless you are what seven foot tall or something, and then you, you, you want to. So it gives you that that uh, uh, privacy. So things that we take for granted. You know, so yeah, you're supposed to draw the curtain all right to get sunlight into the consulting room. It helps with infection control and all of those things. So curtains are not such a great idea in the consulting room. But then the glass, the window design, yeah. very very important. The screens to have in the consulting rooms, very very important. So during consultation, they're talking, we should make sure that it's only those who are in there who are supposed to. Although sometimes they tell us that you have to have a nurse in the consulting room, sometimes I have to excuse them because the patients are not comfortable with the third person. Although that third person is like, it's my nurse in the consulting room. Sometimes I have to tell them because they, they just don't feel comfortable that it's for your ears only. You know? But look, does the patient have the prerogative of determining if the nurse should be there or not? Yes. Okay. I mean, if we want to go by the dictates of the patient's charter, um, then you can you can ask the nurse to step out because the nurse is not the primary, it's not the one primarily attended. Okay. The nurse is assisting the doctor, but of course that thing can also be a bit tricky. Yeah. Because let's say you have a female patient, and excuses you, then you are in there alone, mm. you are examining the patient. Next yeah. thing you know, it Some makes an accusation that. You touch the patient inappropriately, yeah. then that is also another another nurse. area. But usually, I, I mean, in Ghana, that's not been my experience. I mean, the patients usually trust the doctors to a certain extent, and before they yeah. will ask somebody to step out, it means they they, they really trust you mm. to behave right with them, mm. and that's why he wants you to be the only person hearing what they have to say. Mm. Or even something, yeah, they want to show you some parts of their body, and they're not comfortable with another person seeing, yeah. you know, that part of their body. So um, the issue about confidentiality, sorry, privacy is very, very important. 
Then look at the next right that's coming up. It says the patient is entitled to confidentiality of information. Hmm. You are not hiding sometimes. <laughs> no, dog, I don't think it's so. so sometimes the, the history you get is so instructive that you want to share with someone. Yes, but yeah, yeah, the point about confidentiality mm. is that you can discuss whoever you want to discuss okay. with a third party, with your mom. I mean, my mother loves my work because of the stories I tell her. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, dog. So today what happened at where this week. You know, she always wants the backstories, the juicy details. Mm. I discuss with her without patient identifiers. Okay. No names. Mm. Yeah, gender is fine. Because there are about three billion men in this world. So if I say a man came, how's she gonna know? No locations. You know, those things that would lead to information going out there. Yeah. But then there are some of the things to Allah, I will never tell. <laughs> Even if it's your wife. Oh, no. That is work. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are some things that for your ears only. And and it's like if you have a, a friend in the security service, those people, they are trained that way. They will never tell you anything. They will have they conversations are, with political. you. Yes. Or they just, it's not about politics, but they, they just won't tell it. It's between, because... You may tell another person. You may let it slip. Inadvertently, you may let it slip. But yeah, even it's not that. Sometimes the concern we like as healthcare professionals, mm-hmm. we go to the we double in that thing. Where the moment something enters your ears, the mouth is shaking. Just come out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, and, and you find. And I remember the first time at the, I was a medical student at the urology clinic and. With gonorrhea. Hey, how? And then when I we finish presenting, <laughs> more prayers needed. <laughs> when we finish presenting it to our, our consultant, and he said, oh, one of the ten steps is we make sure that the uh, the partner uh, is treated. That's how he put it. Not not the wife. Then we said, oh, Papa, I have bra. Then. Then our consultants called us and said, I said partner. <laughs> then you are saying you should be his wife. Mm. Why? Is he sleep- Does he tell you his wife is the only one he has sexual encounters with? So uh. we, we were making, as naive as we were, we are making assumption that go and bring your partner means go and bring your wife. Mm. No. He said, go and tell him to bring his partner mm-hmm. as well. Then we are saying that go, go and bring your wife. <laughs> hey, no. So come and see us. We, like we were shocked that is Osofu, who is has side chick business or has multiple sexual partners, has unprotected sex or something is got gonorrhea and all of those things. You are not careful. This and he was a, a public figure. You are not careful. Then you want to. So if you are our training as healthcare professionals is that we have to learn that we are we are entrusted with information yeah. that we shouldn't share. Mm. We are confidential people. Mm. And you have to. Otherwise, people, the patients won't come to you anymore. Even when they come, they'll come and give you just two words that they think is enough for you. They to make never tell you the real stories. Yeah. Mm. So most of the time for me, oh, I better come because when you say, Allah, me, I do a <laughs> torture, I will say it. 
I wouldn't say it. So right to confidentiality is, is very, very um, um, important. Um, so procedures, patients, procedures for complaints, disputes and conflict resolution shall be explained to patients or their accredited representatives. Jim, look at that. Mm. I said that procedures for complaints, disputes and conflict resolution. When the patients come to the hospital, we should. And, and that's what we do beautifully here at, 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 at Medicas. You go around, you see those um, notes that we put there mm. that complements, complaints, and suggestions. Mm-hmm. Call or uh, WhatsApp. The, the, the WhatsApp, the quality manager, yeah. and the number is there. We've got 10 of those notices. Everywhere uh, you pass, you see one facing it. Mm. Exactly. So, compliments. If, if you want to compliment us, call the quality manager. And we have the, the position of quality manager in our hospital. If you have suggestions, call the quality manager. Mm-hmm. And if you have complaints, so it will give them the opportunity to complain. Because these days, what do I see? I see a lot of people going onto social media, and Facebook, and all of that, and then they go and complain, post, yes. post something there. I went here, blah blah blah. I believe a lot of it is because they didn't get. They don't know where. Like, okay, I'm, I'm in the hospital. I'm how in medical. I, I, how did they? Ch- Exactly. They, 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 they've not been told how to. So the procedures. So GM, these are some of the the rights. I mean, we can't exhaust. I, I haven't exhausted all, but off the top of my head, these are the ones that I I I I I I, I can I can remember. But these rights. So you see, this man. I mean, if we go through the rest, so far all that I've mentioned, this waffle. You see, he's not. He doesn't have any rights under the law. <laughs> Because the confidentiality bit of his nephew, mm. if I discuss with him, I'm in breach. Mm. I'm and in breach. So his nephew can take you on for that. Exactly. Mm. I see. So, Jim, whether or not he's paying, it, it is immaterial. When we talk about the patient's rights, it has nothing to do with who is paying. This is not a case where we say he who pays the piper calls the tune. That's why I'm too young. I'm not calling any tune. No, you are not Right? Whether you are rich, poor, uh, doesn't matter your race, your ethnicity, your religion. This is my wife, I say. Doc, in our culture, my wife, I say. Yes. Potential inheritor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do. I do that. That's and, our and, culture. And, and, and then you, you, you don't want me to know. No, no, we don't want you to know. We're just saying that your your wafasi knows. Your, your wafasi is given according to the patient's charter. Mm-hmm. We have disclosed. We've given him full information about his medical condition. He's an adult. He's aware. I think when you come to visit him, pull a chair, sit by his bedside, and 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 ask him, you know, what, what is wrong? Like show concern, because sometimes I think there what is by pain. Yeah, it's almost as if sometimes they know if you know you are going to do something with that information. Aha, bra bonny now with the chair, see, and when we say HIV, well, well, baby, I went through. Yeah, can't wound you. You see, so people don't, don't, worry about what you would do. I think that's what the warfare said. That's why initially he came. He is appreciative of the payment, but he knows that he can't trust him with the information. Truth yes. is painful. That's why he's telling you not to. How can you not know? Truth is painful. 
Yeah, you see, so uh, that it's not truth is painful. He's not a bad person. He's got a disease. But sometimes people use yes, you be There's also a saying in Ghana because sometimes we we beat people with ill health, mm. forgetting that we we can all fall into it. That's a stigmatization thing. Mm. I mean, HIV. It, it, you don't necessarily need to be sleeping around you. It's just one, one thing, mm. one encounter, and then you can have it. You know, so it, it, it's really not about it, but we stigmatize people, and it is always people are afraid of what we do with the knowledge that we come into, mm. and that is why they don't. Because, Chrissy, imagine if you had a very loving relationship with this wafer, this uncle, who's, who's very generous, he's paying. Mm. Um, but I don't think there's a loving relationship between the two of them. It's almost like a duty calls. I need to pay your bills. I've paid, mm. I paid it. Mm. What is wrong with you? And then let, let me know, hey, this disease. Maybe even if he gets to know the disease, he's no longer going to pay. Mm. But uh, mm. I think that... You know, so... Um, mm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. we are not... Do you think the um, education mm. or... Is it, is it public enough? Oh, oh, the oh, patient's yeah, charter. Yeah. Is it public enough? Because yeah, As for the education, yeah, you are right. No. There, there, there's no education out there mm. on this because obviously this uh, uh, uncle doesn't know about yes. this. You have to come and be making such demands, mm. even to the point of threatening. Yes. Uh, because if you know this, you know that even wherever you go legally, you don't have a leg to stand. They're right. Yeah. You know, he doesn't know his right. Actually, he doesn't know his right. And why doesn't he know his right? Who is to blame? You know, how, how do we remedy this? How do we put this information out there? Because you see, Ghana is a country of laws. So our president always talks about rule of law, rule of law. It's true. We've got the laws. We've got a lot of laws. So our Public Health Act, Act is beautifully uh, um, drafted. It has a lot of important things in there. But I think now the challenge, based on what we're discussing right now, is how do people know what is in there? Yes. Because if you don't ask for your right, for example, mm. then um, how do you exercise it? You don't even know that something exists for you. Mm. How do you exercise it? We also want to avoid conflict, the kind of conflict situation that I found myself in. Mm. And at a point, I find I found it even threatening. Mm. You know, mm. physically yes. threatening. Mm. Yes. What, yeah, because the way know, he, he uh-huh. was very angry. He was very angry. But I, do, I always say I believe in the rationality of human beings. I don't think he would be he would have been this threatening if he knew and it had been explained that it's not that we're keeping anything to ourselves, yeah. but how you get to know medical information um, is determined by a set of rules mm. which we call the patient's charter. I mean, um, Jim, you are your office handles the administration. You mm. uh, handle uh, the data protection. Agency, interaction with the data protection agency. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a whole act on that. Uh, oh yes, uh, so a whole act the on agency that protects yes. patients' uh, data. How patient data. data is treated yeah. once it's collected. Once it's the, the collection and then the handling and all of that. So Ghana has a data protection act. Wow. In this country, <laughs> you know about how to handle information. Mm. You know, so that, that these are very very important. So this act, anybody can get it. Okay. You just go online. Yes. I just put in the patient's charter. Um, or the Public Health Act. Or the Public Health Act. Look for the Public Health Act. Act of Ghana. I, I mentioned that these rights, as sweet as they sound, 
and they go with responsibilities. That's the part that uh, people don't want to. Doctor Cry, this responsibility. So let me just pick, um, um, share with you a few of the responsibilities. The patient is responsible, GM. Listen, for providing full and accurate medical history for his or her diagnosis, treatment, counseling, and rehabilitation purposes. Um, I just want yeah, 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 yeah. I think you mentioned that point earlier. Yeah. But I just want yeah. If he doesn't or she doesn't. <laughs> Wala wala. Ah, but then they will tell and say, Doctor, we will name she. This what they don't know anything. Yeah, I went there and then, you see, that's what people forget that that ah. responsibility. People are accusing me while she keep on deteriorating. Well, <laughs> but that's where then unfortunately creates a conflict situation. And okay. it, it, for us, healthcare service provider, that's not what we want. Okay. Mm. You know, we want to be able to see our patients in town and their families and then for them to wave at us. Mm. It feels so you good. Know, it feels so good. We build a lot of Being good, to help. meaningful relationships yes. with them. So we don't want an antagonistic relationship with our, our patients and their families. But why will you come to uh, to see your doctor that you are not well and then withhold the information? No, James, some of the information, you feel embarrassed about Thank you. Uh, but you left home. Yes, I'm coming to tell you the part that I think will help you to diagnose me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I think sometimes if they assume uh, with our training. You should be able to decipher. Yes, we can we are oh doctor. But also as I say you know, you should you yes. should put two and two together yes. and know that you were yeah, two two and two should be four and not five. Yeah. Jim, you know, for example, if a female comes with a vaginal um, discharge uh -huh. that has an offensive order, mm -hmm. she may just mention that I'm having a discharge. And may not go into details about the order. She's expecting you to know that most vaginal disease may be Exactly. It's not easy. Exactly. It's not easy. You see, strangers. Yes. We, the healthcare professional, we are strangers. The first time the person is walking into the room, we don't break the ice. We sometimes don't even make <laughs> eye contact. Or if they will do, those who wear the spectacles, they will look you up from, you know, like that. And then, uh -huh, good morning. What is wrong with you? Mm. You think this woman or is this or this man is just going to spray and say that I can't perform in bed? No. I can't get it up. You know, you have mm. to break the eyes, welcome them into your consulting room. Oh, hello, you know. Me, I always make jokes, you know, with them and say that, hey, bald meat. You know, and then they just burst out loud because the guy is bald, I'm bald, you know, and then I say bald meat and then it just breaks the eyes and then right. I find out their hometown. Yeah. You know, and sometimes if I speak their language, I'll try and speak but, some but, broken guy with if, them. If, and then, if, if, if that person is the your 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 fourth patient, oh <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's an extreme thing. Yeah, yeah sometimes we are tired. When I used to work in the Asante Achim North District, I mean, my clinic seventy patients. <laughs> I mean, it was one forty patients. The two of us, Pops and Gaini, were two. So even if we split it down, like I'm doing a cool 70 patients, come on, come on. But even with all of that, I, I tried, for me, it's become a part of me. Most people come to me and I, because I want to get good information from you. Mm -hmm. And I know very well that if I don't do that, I don't take okay, that time, you're not going to open up. Mm -hmm. So you give me superficial information. And when I'm tired, my brain is also a bit tired. Mm -hmm. So I'm at probably 50% of my diagnostic you know intellectual capability so you need to give me all the clues yeah. so that that i mean at 50 percent i can i can i can come to a diagnosis mm. but even at that time you are not giving me the clues 
So sometimes it's not the patient's desire that I'm not going to tell the doctor this or I'm not going to tell them. Even sometimes it borders on criminality. Mm. What they are going to tell you? They've been in a fight and they initiated the fight and then they got injured. You know, so they, they may not, they'll tell you that you know, I fell down. Some of these are domestic violence issues. Yeah. Mm. Mm, so the husband has beaten her to a pop. <laughs> oh, now you doom Kanya, it was doom so. And I, 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 I walked into the door. Hey! The door, and you have your, a cut on your chin. So the, how did the cut on your chin happen? You got the upper cut. <laughs> You know, so yes, that happens as, as mm. well. But we need them to know that it's it's a responsibility that they bear. Okay. Um, they have a responsibility to comply with prescribed treatment, reporting adverse effects, and adhering to follow-up requests. Uh, but even if I feel well, I, I should still come for the follow-up. You see, the follow-up has different aspects to it. I think, yeah, 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 you, you, you suffer that most of the time for the, for the diet comes and thinks that, oh, now I can eat, I know what to eat, I don't yeah. need to go back to see the diet. Yes, but you provided me with what I suppose. Oh, there's more to it, yeah. Probably when you come, we realize that there was one aspect that you weren't doing right, mm-hmm. you have to intensify. Yeah. There's always benefits to follow up soon. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> for me, what I, what I see most of the time is the, is the adverse effect. It will be tied to you if you give somebody a drug and then they get an adverse reaction. Mm. They cancel you. This mm. is their cancel culture. <laughs> well, you... Ah, uh, now call Sambra. Oh, yes. Because it's an adverse drug reaction. It's not... We, we're not done wrong by you. It's not a bad drug. But yes, they are what we call idiosyncrasies or where a drug... We, we, we're not the same human beings. Exactly. So the way we handle chemical substances, molecules, vary and people need to understand that Mm -hmm. of course there are sometimes medication errors where there's an error you Uh, shouldn't uh, be given a drug i've come to you you've given me something (laughs) and then uh, have you heard this expression (laughs) (laughs) yes i've come you've given me something now i'm in such a state yeah they cancel you (laughs) and then i should walk rationally back Oh, yeah. you, you, you just come in. Yeah, so that's, that's what we, we, we want people to know that there are two sides to it. And I'm sure if this person comes to you, you want him to be polite and everything. We, we want him to be courteous, you know, and, and represent his or her complaints. You see, the, the healthcare is not adversarial. It, ha- it doesn't have to be that. You're not in a fight with your, with, with, with your service provider. Mm. We, we have a much more personal connection with patients in our business than say um sami at afrilogic you know the it guys they're doing apps and things for us that was there's no connection <laughs> i mean actually nobody's dying yeah, but I we as healthcare professionals we've got we've got a connection connection i thought it develops over time so, the first step is very important. Oh, you guys, you know. I think I have to go and see a patient on the ward before he's discharged. Right. So I'll okay. come back. In. All right. So okay. I'll, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to you later okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. About, about that patient. That obese 10-year-old. Um, yeah. I need to talk to you about it. So remind me about it. Okay, All right. Okay. Good. So, um, GM, these are some of the responsibilities that we have. But listen to this. The client also has a... The patients have a responsibility to respect the rights of other patients. 
and health service personnel. Uh, why? What do they normally do to other patients? You haven't seen people fighting and shouting. He's having a fight with somebody who came to visit him and shouting on top of their voice. Next, you know, most of us have the dormitory type mm. um, 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 ward. Mm. No consideration for the person on the next bed or the uh. next cubicle. You know, no consideration whatsoever. So they do what they feel they have to do, uh, uh, not considering the, the, the state of, of, of others. But, Doc, sometimes you can't wait with the shadow. <laughs> Yes, but but you know we have to bear all these respons- uh, responsibilities as adults, mature adults, even when we are ill. So um, I think we all need to know about the patient's charter. Yeah, um, I think of, a lot of, of education. It is a very very important document. I totally and, agree with you because well, from what I've heard, let's put it out on our on our on our, on our platform, on our social media handles, okay. and then maybe as well I'll, I'll talk about it on on my drive time. Uh, I'm sure. Sure. Definitely. Right, so uh, yeah, I'll catch up with you later. Okay. All right. Okay. Good.